Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, folks. It is a beautiful Friday morning. Uh, man, there's a little cloud, a little haze in the sky. Makes you feel like Christmassy holiday spirit. You know, and, it, and I tell you, it's just it's been a crazy but beautiful week. Uh, lots of stuff happening in the network marketing direct selling arena. We'll put out the news later today. I announced this week that we will be uh, in our next series a mentor, uh, a man that taught me, uh, one of the first guys to teach me social media, uh, Michael Maglick. Will um, um, yeah, that's right, Maglick. I always screw his name up, and he loves it when I do that. But his new book, The New Three Foot Rule: How Social, Digital, and Media, Mobile Media, has impacted the direct sales and relationship business. And it's um, Mike and I have been friends since his first book. And he is an amazing individual because when he put out Social Media Symphony, we connected. I did that series. We did a, a second series as Social What, uh, How, Why. And then uh, one of the things about this book is we've built our relationship, and he he actually dedicated this book uh, to me. And and it's uh, it's amazing to have friends like that because we have we have grown. I've watched him at, at the corporate level in the in the field as a consultant. And it's going to be fun. We're going to do nuts and bolts in this next series. So you're going to be able to enjoy it, have fun with it, and and really grow with it. Now, we are in Chapter 7 right now of John Maxwell's book. And it's an amazing book, The 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth. Now, this chapter is called The Law of Design to Maximize Growth, Develop Strategies. Jim Rohn used to say it this way. If you don't design your own life plan, chances are you'll fall into someone else's plans. And guess what they may have planned for you? Not much. Now, this is big in, uh, in the direct selling industry right now. We've, we've, the word systems, the word tools uh, just brings all kinds of thoughts to network marketers' minds. And in a couple of cases, we've seen companies being, uh, uh, terminating their distributors in the last month because they're in systems that were created to help somebody build a business, but yet at the same time, because they have a compensation plan, they are, they are not allowed to do their business. It's, it's kind of interesting to see that, because when you see things like that, it makes you wonder what the heck is going on. You know? And it's, that's the stuff that, that I look at and I think, what can we learn from this? How can we learn from it? What is there to learn from it? And and that's where, and I've got Michael Winninger, who's the CEO of Asante, just blowing up my phone for some reason. But when we, when we create systems for one thing, and then they're actually a system for something else, and we apply Jim Rohn's thought processes. Now listen, if you don't design your own life plan, chances are you'll fall into someone else's. We see issues that come up. Hang on just a second. Let me tell him I'm on the air. It's amazing. So it's, it, when I see this stuff and I see the situation that's in network marketing and then I see John's book, I say to myself, how can I blend the two of these together? Because we need systems, but we've got to have the right system. And I think that's where Jim Rohn's statement comes into play. Guess what they may have planned for you? Not much. I'm not knocking online systems. I believe there's a need for systems in everything that we do. But I do believe the only person that can create a system, whether it's for your business or for your life, 
is going to be you. doesn't mean you can't use other people's tools. And you're going to see this as I go through this. But you have to know what you're doing. And I learned this from John many, many, many years ago because I have tried to have a system for everything. Matter of fact, I was on the phone yesterday with a brand-new uh, team member on my team. And one of the things he said is, Troy, you've just got to be there for me all the time when I want to do three ways. And, and basically, in a nutshell, I said, yeah, when hell freezes over. I said, because that isn't going to happen. And if that's what you need, then please let me, let me turn you over to some other leaders in, in Ocean Avenue that will make better leaders for you. Because I value my time way too much. I have systems in place. And that's what you have to do, because when you don't value your time, other people will not value your time. John opens up, he says this, what's your favorite time of year? Is it Christmas? Is it when you celebrate your birthday? Or when flowers bloom in the spring? Or is it your summer vacation? Is it when the children go back to school? That could be some of the moms. Is it the beginning of the football season, the changing of the leaves? What is it? In John's case, it's Christmas. That's his favorite time, and here's why. On Christmas Day, this was pretty good. Now, I've, I've implied this. I, I do it through the whole month just because of the way our business structure and our family is. On Christmas Day in the afternoon, after the grandchildren have finished opening all their presents and all the hoopla's died down, I can hardly contain myself because I know it's time for one of the things that I love the most. I steal off to my study while everyone else is watching television or napping. And there at my desk waiting for me is my appointment calendar from the preceding year and a yellow Leo pad. John says, starting that afternoon and continuing the, the week up until New Year's, I spend time reviewing my calendar. I review every appointment, meeting, commitment, and activity hour by hour for the previous 359 days. And I evaluate them. Now, the reason he does that is because he loops that his year into the other year because of Christmas. It's amazing as I sat there and I listened to him share this. And I've listened to him share this on stage. I've seen him re write it in the books. He looks at what he's done. He writes down. He, he, he looks at what else he could delegate for the year, and he moves forward. But in a nutshell, he learns his life lessons. See, most of us go through life never focusing on what the lessons were that we were to learn from that year. Forget five years ago. Heck, most people can't, they can't even remember two weeks ago. I want you to write this down. Here's some stuff that we can do. Number one, life is very simple, but keeping it that way is difficult. Life is very simple, but keeping it that way is difficult. John writes this. He says, despite what others might say, I believe life is pretty simple. It's a matter of knowing your values, making some key decisions based on those values, then managing those decisions on a day-by-day -day basis. I have adopted that in my life. And I have been teaching that for about six years now. Because I believe there's only four or five decisions that you have to make on a daily basis. Matter of fact, let me see if I can pull mine out. I had not Yeah, I got them right here. Let me let me pull these out. So just so because I want I wanna I believe living breathing examples are the best way to to really show people. And I've had a lot of people say, Well, do you apply this in your life? Dude, let me tell you, all the time. Let me, let me pull up here. And these are on three-by-five cards that I just carry with me because I believe that's how important they are. When you put them together, when you, when you, when you want something at the spur of the moment, then you want to be able to just grab it. Here's my five major decisions. 
on a daily basis. And I got these from John. These, this isn't poof. This is just oh man, this this is this is me. Number one, my relationships. Have I developed my relationship with God? Have I developed my relationship with Paige? Have I developed my relationship with my kids? I mess it up all the time, but that's the when I that's that's just the major. I got to focus on that daily. My second major decision in life is my character. Have I developed my character today, and how? My attitude. Have I chosen the right attitude in spite of what happened to me today? How? My values. Have I lived my values before others and how? And as many videos as I do a week, that's, that's, a, that's, I mean, that's foremost. And the fifth, my growth. Have I done things that increased my potential today? What were they? That's how important this is to me. I don't just, I don't just do these radio shows and, and, and pretend I don't apply this stuff. I literally put this to use because I've learned that it works. Now you may ask, well, how do I how do I know that it's going to work? One of the things you've got to do is you've got to continually be asking yourself questions all the time. If you want to go out of your way to help create a plan that's going to help you and your team, or create a plan that's going to help you a system, a plan, whatever you want to call it, you and your your family. Here's three questions that you can ask yourself: Can it be received personally? See, it must be internalized. It's got to be transformed at the soul level of you first to be able to be sent down individually to your leaders, to your family members. Can it be repeated easily? It's got to be a simple application. I'm using software. One of the things we're going to do in the upcoming year, I've got a a brand new tax software program we're going to be promoting because it works so well and it comes from one of the greatest guys in, in the business of home business taxes. I want to make things simple for people. Number three, can it be transferred strategically? It means through communication, can, can others start to adapt it, no matter where they're at or what they're doing? See, that's how you know you've got a system that's going to work. The second thing is designing your life is more important than designing your career. This is what frustrates me inside of the network marketing arena. It frustrates me so bad that I decided to personally do something about it. And I'm going to be teaming up with some amazing people that have have really never been in the network marketing arena before. They are the best of the best. Um, it's Howard and David uh, Moskowitz, and it's not a name that you guys would know, but Howard uh, is behind some of the greatest marketing in the in the real world. Prego. Tropicana orange juice, stuff like that. And we're teaming up to create a, a system in which companies and distributors will be able to increase their, their chances of success in the direct selling industry. For companies, we're going to be putting something together to where they can look at the different personalities within their company and know what kind of training those people need. Do they need to produce training that that helps people who lead with the product or training that helps them lead with the opportunity? We're putting together an interesting situation for distributors where before they even try to join a company, they're going to be able to take a, a, a survey, if you will, where they're going to be able to look at, based on their answers, based on their personality, what kind of company they should be looking for. 
and what did they what what they expect from that it's going to be an amazing thing because and this isn't just pie in the sky this is years of mathematic algorithms being utilized inside of the traditional marketing world to be able to help brands like Tropicana make hundreds of millions of dollars I'm tired of people saying I failed I went to this system and it failed me I want people to understand it's in, it's internal and we're going to figure out what it takes to help them win at the end of the day it's freedom of choice they got to decide it but to do that They've got to design their life more than their career. If you're not taking time to get your life in order, then it's going to suck. One of the greatest actresses, as far as I'm concerned, Forbes says she's overpaid, is Reese Witherspoon. And, and one of the things that she has said, and this, this, you get, this is a southern belle that went to Hollywood, learned how to get rid of her southern accent when she needed to and bring it back when she needed to. And here was the profound words that she stated. Many people worry so much about managing their careers, but rarely spend half that much energy on managing their lives. I want to make my life not just my job, but the best it can be. The rest will work itself out. Man, that's some powerful stuff from a little young girl. Powerful, powerful stuff. Think about that for a minute. I want to reread that. Many people worry so much about managing their careers, but rarely spend half that much energy managing their lives. I want to make my life, not just my job, the best it can be. The rest will work itself out. If you work on you, if you work on your life, if you're continually growing, the rest will work itself out. Always does. I lost five clients just in the last month. Then got a phone call out of the blue, a deal that we'd been working on for months had closed. And I've got a check coming next week. Goes right into the right into the bank. It's 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 corporate money, it's not my money, but it keeps the corporation afloat. Allows me to get a salary. That's some powerful doggone stuff. Life will work itself out when you're working yourself out. Number three, life's not a dress rehearsal. You don't get a second chance. At, at going back and changing things. Time is all you have. And when you use that time inefficiently or unwisely, it's done. You don't get it back. You better be focusing right now, what can I do to make this happen? Reg- listen to what John writes. Regret over not being proactive enough is a common theme among people looking back on their lives. That is Truly sad. No reason for it. This is what Fred Allen said. You only live once, but if you work it right, once is enough. I believe that. Sadly, most people don't. I remember a few years ago, it's been over, I don't know, it's been over 10 years. It's been, I guess, 14, 15 years ago. My father-in-law and I, would would take off and go to the go to the I started to say the beach. Actually we did and we went down to the Lake of the Ozarks. Actually it was the Truman Lake. Had a campground down there with four or five lots. We were all gonna get trailers and put them down there and become hillbilly and rednecks. I was just going home. He was to him it was the coolest thing to me. It was just normal. But we we would do that. And I really got sick and tired of it to be quite honest, because what happened is I'd go down there, and you know, I'm, 
I'm I'm sitting there trying to think, how can we build this thing up? How can we make it nice? How can we sell it off? <laughs> and I'd look around me, and here's all these guys sitting around with nothing in life. And I thought, man, this is not my life. I gotta I gotta grow. I gotta work. I realized it's not a dress rehearsal, and these guys are sitting around like they get another chance down the road. you got to focus in now, and I don't care what age you are. Today starts a whole new beginning. If you study the Bible, it says the Lord gives us 120 years, and most people on this telephone probably are in their 70s at, at, at the oldest side, and they're in their 20s at the youngest side. So, dude, you got a lot of time on your hands. You guys and gals better just keep cranking. Now, think about the opposite. If you're not living to be 120, it means you weren't living your life right, more than likely. And Lord knows we all put stuff in our bodies when we were young, we shouldn't. Number four, in planning your life, multiply everything by two. Man, I learned this in one of John's other books. It's the greatest thing that ever happened to me. I have a tendency of saying, yeah, I can get that done. Yeah, I can get that done. Give me 30 minutes. Give me an hour. Give me a day. Well, I've, I'm, John taught this in one of his other books. Whatever I think it's going to take, we double that. Hey, Troy, when can you get that done? couple hours. It may be done in an hour. It may be done in an hour and 15 minutes. Doesn't matter. I'm giving myself two hours. If I think it's two hours, I'm giving myself four. That plain and simple. I want to make sure it's done right. Last night I took down one of our web pages and said I'll have it up tomorrow. I think it only took me about four hours, but I want it all that gum day. It's important. Listen to what John writes here. As you develop strategies for growth, give yourself the time and resources you need. Whatever amount seems reasonable to you, multiply them by two, and that practice will help you keep from becoming discouraged and giving up too soon. I'm going to get rich. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be a millionaire in 90 days. You might want to give yourself nine years. Okay? My good friend Richard Bruck, it's the four year career and that's the way it that's the way it works. That's the name of the game. You cannot just fiddle fart this thing around, folks, I'm telling you. It doesn't work that way. Never has, never will. You gotta be dedicated, you gotta be focused. It's the only way to do it. We can accomplish about anything that we want. But to do it, we've got to have the strategies and we've got to have the systems. John has a system for everything. I can't tell you I have a system for everything, but I'm pretty doggone close. I think that if you have a system in place for what you're trying to accomplish, life is good. Like my marriage, my relationship with my wife, 25 years. And I've had people, oh, Troy, that's just got to be great. No, it was the most frustrating, time-consuming, challenging 25 years of my life. Now, I love her to death, and its I would not trade her for anything. But I was a boy who grew into a man. So the tw- first 25 years was really school. I mean, I've got a doctorate's degree in relationships with a woman in the first 25 years of marriage. I could I don't have a problem writing a book about it. Well, I could write a pamphlet about it. And even that would probably become outdated very quick. We might update that pamphlet every six months. Because that's how marriage is. That's how life is. 
And if you don't have strategies for that, it won't work. So you know what I do? I'm constantly reading books, and I read books based on on different age, ages. Hey, I want a book that was written in the 70s. What were they going through back then? I want a book written in the 90s and the, and the, and the new ones. I, w- I want to know all this stuff because I know relationships change. Guess what? Business change. I told you yesterday what one of my mentors, Kevin Lehman, always said. The only thing consistent in network marketing is change. Well, hey, if we know that, then we've got to be prepared for that. So you have to have a system for what you're trying to accomplish. John wrote this, and actually he wrote it down. Michael Gerber, who wrote The E-Myth, which is a phenomenal series of books you need to buy. Michael wrote this. He says, systems permit ordinary people to achieve extraordinary predictability, results predictably. Now, here's what I'm going to put this in a, in a total. In A.O. Williams, Primarica, we didn't have a system. We just had the A.O. Williams way. Period. This is the way he did it. This is the way we're going to do it. Hubert Humphrey created a system called the Business Format System in World Marketing Alliance. Now I think he calls it the the, the leadership business system or something. But he took and put a system that allowed him and his team to grow. When you have a system... It permits ordinary people to achieve extraordinary results predictably. That's pretty daggum powerful. Isn't that what we all want to do? We want to be able to predict the end of the day what the results are going to be. How do we do this? Here's what your system should include. Man, it may have been already been in 30 minutes at the rate we're going today. Let's look at, at, at what, we've, what we've got here. Um, we've got a few, few more minutes left. Number one. Effective systems take the big picture into account. Stephen Covey used to say this. We may be very busy, we may be very efficient, but we will also be very truly effective only when we begin with the end in mind. I tell people all the time, you have to begin with the end in mind. This week when I was writing my editorial and, and shot the video on, on companies terminating distributors, I didn't go and spank the companies because they wrongfully terminated their distributors. I, I showed the distributors that, you know what, you guys didn't read the policies and procedures. You think you're an independent business owner. You say that you want to you own your own business, but yet you didn't even do the due diligence to know what the policies and procedures are. And, and I said in my video, in, in any writing that most distributors put more time in trying to figure out which computer to buy than to which network marketing company they should join. And yet we want to say this is our business, this is our career. See, if you're going to do this right, you have to have a big picture. What's the end game? What is it you're trying to accomplish with your life? Not just business, but with your life. There has to have a mission, a a purpose an objective, something gigantic, a a mission that you're going to be on. It's got to be something there. One of the companies that's a client of mine, they'll tell you our why is to try to figure out how to keep families together, whether they're in network marketing or or just our clients. I mean, that's their why. Every product that they create, everything that they do is, is focused around how can we keep families together. How can we keep them happy and talking to each other and, and motivate? That's their key. 
So ask yourself, what's your what's your main objective, and how do you want to attach, touch people that way? I want to be able to help people succeed at whatever level of life they are in. Yesterday, I get this phone call from a couple. Troy, are you mad at us? I said, no, why? Well, your your email and your text message seem kind of snippish. I said, that's what sucks about writing stuff when you can't hear the tonality of a voice. I said, absolutely not. Ask all the questions you want to ask. I said, the only time you'll see me frustrated is if you've asked the question three or four times and I've given you the same answer. Then I might get frustrated. Outside of that, every new question deserves an answer, but you need to understand that if I don't understand the the motivation behind the question, that I'm going to ask questions back. That's a two-way street. So we have to be able to have open communication and able to grow and able to to create a system that's going to work for you and anybody that's around you. Number two, effective systems make use of priorities. You always, always, always have to have priorities. Mine is my time. So as I said at the beginning of the hour, when somebody calls me and says, Troy, you got to be available for me on three ways at the drop of a hat, don't expect that to happen at all. We're going to plan our day in advance. We're going to schedule some three ways. I'm in. We're cool. Let's do it. And don't expect me to do three ways in the middle of the night. I told you, I've got a system, and there's certain times it's personal time. It's time to regroup, focus on what's tomorrow. Let's see where we're going. How are we doing it? Matter of fact, I will. I, in some cases, I do certain calls in the morning, but they're only for certain people who are close friends. doesn't matter if it's business or just friendship. They're the only ones that I accept their calls early in the morning, and there's only a couple, three of them, just the way it is. You have to, if you don't prioritize your life, somebody else will do it for you. Number three, effective systems include measurements. I measure everything. Now, I've also learned this. Numbers do not show the heart of an individual. So when somebody starts out slow and the measurements suck, it doesn't matter to me. I'm listening to the heart. I want to hear the heartbeat. Is it strong? We'll work through the numbers. That's the name of the game. Number four, effective systems include application. Don't just tell me you have a system. Let me see you working it because actions are what makes the system work. Where can I use this? When can I use this? Who needs to know this? That's what your system's got to be able to answer. Number five, effective systems employ organization. John writes it this way. I once saw a sign in a cluttered country store that read this. We've got it if you can find it. Well, heck, that ain't much help now, is it? You better know where everything's at in your system and how it works. And don't rely on yourself. Look, y'all use smartphones. Well, except for my mama. So any of you that are out there in the real world that that has a smartphone, let's find an app that's going to make sure that you're connected, synced up is the word they use. So that no matter where you're at, you know what your agenda is. I'm working on that right now for 2013. I think I'm going to just go buy myself a new iPad and give my son my old one so that I can have this stuff all linked up on this new iPhone or Apple 6.0 stuff. You have to make this thing work. Number six, effective systems promote consistency. Journalist Sidney Harris wrote it this way, An idealist believes the short run doesn't count. A cynic believes the long run doesn't matter, and a realist believes that, that what is done or left undone in the short run determines the long run. In other words, if you want to succeed in the long run, you must learn to be consistent day in and day out, week in and week out, year in and year out. 
See, the secret of your success is found in the daily routine. If your daily routine sucks, then you're not going to get through it. So start on your daily routine. And look at what you're doing on the daily routine to get control of your life. And if you get control of your life, then everything else will fall into place. That's the name of the game. Folks, you have an awesome weekend. We're going to go, I think, to the Christmas parade. That's part of our excitement during the holidays. Jetty and I are going to go out some time, do Christmas shopping now that I can walk again. So life is good. Folks, live life like it's an epic adventure. Stay dangerous, stay strong. And if you're in network marketing, act like it. You've been listening to the Beachside CEO on the Home Business Radio Network, the voice in positive-powered radio.